Welcome to the 4th and Inches Weekly Wrap-Up Podcast, where we look at the highs and lows, the trials and tribulations of the 4th and Inches Fantasy Football League. And this week, just like every week, I'm joined by my co-host Aaron. Aaron, mate, how are you? Good. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a big week. Uh, it's been a, it's been a huge week. In fact, I'm I'm pretty jazzed about how uh, everything's gone this week. Um, probably from your and you know uh, what, tone. man, good for you, good for you. Yeah, I, Look, I'm, I'm really yeah. glad that you're jazzed. Sure, sure. We just get out of the way all my jazziness. So uh, it's so jazzy yeah, that I actually poured yeah. myself a Negroni. Uh, so I've got a I've got a Negroni here. It's Negroni week because all three of my fantasy teams won and the Vikings won. Just everything's good in the world. <laughs> Look, it's it's a tough one. I know, mate. I know you're um you're on five and and nothing. Had the 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 Houston uh, Texans got a win. The Texans won. The Texans won. Yep, it's good. I uh had I had the Jags defense, so uh, you know. Yeah. The Texans won. Yeah. Yeah, That's Texans good. one. They they paid some good money from just off the top of my head. So, um, yeah, <laughs> look, it's yeah. been it's for for the league, as in the NFL league and also our league, the fourth and inches. There's, there was quite a lot of firsts that went down this week, um, and I might just run through a few of them for you, Aaron. Um, first time the brand new concussion protocols come into effect after uh, after tour went down a couple of weeks ago and and things went right. And who did it affect? None other than Tua's replacement, Teddy Two Gloves. Such a harsh blow for the Dolphins, really. You know, to to be flying high, yeah, and then to now be in the position that they are, where you know, who who, who knows who's going to be QB there? Yeah, it's. Um, but I mean, look, you and I talked about it. Uh, where you know when when Tua first went down and he came back out on the field and we were like, why 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 is he why is he why is he back on the on the field there? And he you know and they explained it away by saying it was a back injury or whatever. Man, just just not a just not a good look. But the Jets, man. Yeah, yeah, looking good. They can play. They can play. They got, they got some. Uh, they got some weapons. They do have some weapons. They've got some weapons. Yeah, they've got some yeah. weapons. You've got a. You've got an old uh, Jets jersey in your uh, in your closet, don't you? Do you know what? Mm. Back in the day when Brett Favre went to the Jets, mm, I remember. I I was I was pretty keen to get a Jets jersey with Favre on the back. Mm. I mean, I'm glad I didn't. In hindsight, mm. are you sure you didn't? No, I didn't. I really? I, I was convinced that you did. No. But no. I tell you what would look good. Mm-hmm. Is a New York Jets jersey <laughs> with Hall on the back. Yeah, I bet it would. I bet it would. Because I tell you what, everyone wrote me off. <laughs> and the stats don't lie. And the stats don't lie. But it isn't Brees Hall who's letting me down. No. This is true. Twenty-seven this points for the man. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good game. That's a good game for any uh, any running back. I'm not going to hit the button just yet because I think we can talk about him a little bit more in your in your matchup. Oh, please, let's um, 
Let's let's yeah. let's talk about him. <laughs> let's let, wax lyrical. That's all I've got to him. talk about. Uh, another first uh, for the week uh, involving the NFL. First head coach fired. Panthers. Yeah. Couldn't tell you his name, um, but uh, yeah, he's gone. There you go. Yep. They owe him a lot of money. They do. They a owe a lot of money. Yes, I, I was reading a couple of the uh, uh, comments on it, and uh, yeah, he's he's not going to be short of the penny. I I don't know, but but harsh to cut him, I think. They they will be absolutely hoping that he gets picked up real soon because that is the only way they are getting out of that situation. But um, yeah, I mean, they've not they've not done anything great. I mean, they don't. They, they if you look at their quarterbacks over the last few years, not exactly a kind of ringing endorsement. Apart from McCaffrey, there's not really a lot else out there. You know, you mm. don't think, well, who can I pick up off the, you know, off the Panthers? Apart from McCaffrey, obviously, they're just an average team. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago that they were they were at the Super Bowl with Cam Newton, though. Yeah, well, I mean, see, the list I saw didn't even have Cam Newton on it. But let's not forget, he played for them last year. Yeah, yeah. So is he yeah, officially uh, retired, or just without a job? I mean, he should. Yeah, he should. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah. Um, another another first, more for the fourth in the inches. Uh, first uh, weekend of married life for the cowboy dark horses. Congratulations, got married over the weekend. Well, look, I and, and congratulations. I just hope it goes better than his fantasy season is going. Mm. Yep, so do I. So do I. Rough, uh, rough start for him. Yeah, piss poor. Yeah, and that's coming well, and, from me. And he lost. He lost in his uh, in his own league as well um, on the weekend. So uh, I'm not saying that uh, married life has ruined your your fantasy status, but you know, just do better. Um, another one for the fourth and inches. Uh, first week that we only have one undefeated and one winless team because Saints and Sinners got their first win, which obviously most of us are very happy about, except for Aaron. <laughs> oh, I don't think we need to talk about it. Doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Well, it's congratulations to Saints and Sinners because um, it is it is does mean something. I think I think it's a, a pretty awesome effort. And uh, and finally here I've got uh, it's also the first week of um, the fourth of the inches where each team um, scored over a hundred. Po- oh, hold on a minute! No dark horses. Oh, dark horses didn't. No, sorry, that was a misprint there. I thought we thought we'd all scored over a hundred, and then dark horses out by 0.44 points. Yeah, but a, a very interesting week as far as fantasy went. There's. Um, there's plenty to break down on the matchups, which we'll get to very soon. And I, I know I keep on saying that I'm not going to talk about other leagues, but I have to you've, talk. You've I done have it multiple to talk times. Yeah, I, I think every episode. No, no, in this, just in this episode alone, you've done it multiple times. Yeah, and look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it uh, uh, again. I had one of the most greatest uh, fantasy wins that I think I've ever had. Oh, okay, actually, this is worthwhile talking about. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I went out and scored 157.36 points. The person I was going up against, uh, Southern Sandy B, uh, she's a great competitor. I, I, I mentioned that I was going to give her a shout out on the uh, on the podcast. So, uh, Southern Sa- Southern Sandy B, look, it was a it was an amazing matchup. She had 
today, the one and only Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey to play. They needed to play an outstanding game, both of them. Um, I would say probably Travis Kelsey needed to play the game of his career. Well, guess what? It turns out he did. He scored 33.5 points. The QB scores 28.98. At the end of the game, with the Raiders missing out on getting a first down and not taking a field goal kick, the scores were 157.36 to myself to 157.38. So I'd lost. Except, wait for it, Mahomes takes a knee to end the game. He loses one yard, and the scores go from 157.36 to 157.28, and I get up with the win. So from I was going to lose by 0.02 and end up winning by 0.08. It's it's a it's a modern day miracle. You it's won on a you won on a nil. You won I on won a on a nil. nil. What a time! You'd be spewing a. Eh? Oh, you'd be absolutely gutted. That literally that will happen to me this season. Yeah, I mean I've seen. Well, actually, losses. I won't because I won't score over 110 points. But yeah, you know, I was. To score 157 and then not nearly lose, I was I was pretty pretty dark on it. So oh, those are hitty times. Um, but uh, lost uh, one on a nil, so we'll um, we'll give a massive shout out to that. Right, bring it back to fourth and inches. Um, let's head straight into one of these. That's right. A trade went down. In the early stages of the week, if I remember correctly. Yes. And it was between the one and only Henderson Home Invaders and Duke Jukums. Aaron, you traded James Connor and Brandon Ayuk uh, to Duke Jukums for Tyler Lockett and Ezekiel Elliott. I did, yes. Talk me through it. Look, uh, my wide receivers have been disappointing. I know it's hard to pinpoint just one position, um, but at the moment it's you know I, I feel like it's my wide receivers. I needed uh, needed something there. Duke Jukums, you know James Connor is definitely an upgrade on uh, on Zeke. Maybe not player wise, but definitely situation wise. Um, and I thought, you know what? I think that's a pretty it's a pretty fair deal. Ayuk, um, I just basically you know wanted rid of him, and um, yeah, the train went ahead, and I think. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty happy because uh, Lockett went big. You know, Zeke just did normal Zeke stuff and scored like seven points or something, but he was on my bench. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm I'm pretty happy. I th- I think Jukims Duke, after his result this weekend was probably a little more disappointed than I was. Hey, it is what it is. Are you uh, are you looking to move Lockett on now that he's had his one big game for the season? Oh, mate. <laughs> I've got more. I've got more issues than Lockett. <laughs> yeah, no. So you'll no, be benching no. him next week, though, because uh, we we all know Lockett Lockett offers up uh, a big game like that to keep you interested. Uh, but then he will go. You know, he'll score like two or three points next week or something like that. Or maybe not. Or, or maybe, maybe not. not. He's averaging fifteen points. You know, like yeah. if he scores fifteen points a week, I'll be happy. Well, he's he's got an upgraded um, QB now with Geno Smith. So there you go. 
Okay, well, I'm glad um, I'm glad that uh, you've been very active in the uh, in the trades. Well, I don't really have a choice, mate. To be fair, uh, yeah. no luck on the waivers. Uh, no, that was a bit of a balls up. <laughs> uh, it was a bit of a balls up, really, last week. Uh, two of the players I wanted, um, I, I really stuffed up the order. But in hindsight, they didn't do anything, so you know, I'm not I'm not too upset. We'll trudge on, you know. Uh, the, Every uh, every loss is closer to another win, mm-hmm. or a win, I should say. Hopefully, oh look, it's it's going to turn around, and we're we're heading into uh, obviously the round where we're playing cross divisional, and uh, that that could really uh, really mix things up a little bit. So um, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, a couple more questions I've got here, Aaron, for you that yeah. I, I want to discuss. Um, what to do with Taysom Hill? Yeah. Are you, are you trying to go grab him in your tight end position um, after this week scoring a phenomenal uh, 34.08 points uh, with 22 pass yards, one pass touchdown, 112 rush yards, and three rush touchdowns? Crazy stuff from a tight end who plays as a QB. What what position did he play? He's, he's listed as a tight end. You can You can play him as a tight end in your fantasy team. Oh, no. You don't want any of that? Ah, I just, it's, that's not reliable. That's not reliable. Like, I mean, if you're, if you're North Sound Raptors, sure, you know, <laughs> run the gauntlet. But, I mean, nah, that's not, nah, I mean, that's, that's not, that's not safe. Not, not, not when you're in my position anyway. I mean, that is a gamble that I'm not willing to take. Because he he is a free agent, a free agent. No no one currently owns him, and he is the seventh tight end for the season currently. So in a twelve team league, there are quite a few of us out there that don't have uh, those sort of points coming in. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with my tight end situation. Um, I mean, they let me down this week, but um, I, I I'm going to say some will try, some will pick him up. Especially with waiver wires, uh, sorry, waiver wires. Especially with buys coming up, Taylor, Taylor, Taysom, sorry, Taysom Hill will definitely go this week off the waiver yeah. wire. I mean, I mean, if you look at it, you know, fifteen points in in his first game, cool. But then one point four, then zero, then eight point one. I mean, thirty four is big, but everyone like, I mean, Kamara went big. You know, Kamara's done nothing all all year, and he, even he went big this week. It's ah, it's an anomaly, man. It's an anomaly. Yeah, I I agree with that. Last, he's not going to be scoring those sort of points um, uh, every week. Uh, but I mean, when you when you're saying he's a a top ten tight end, yeah, that's not saying a lot though. Well. It's a, it's a niggly position, the old tight end. Yeah, it's a very is a, niggly, it is a position. niggly position. Uh, the other thing on my radar this week, um, Aaron, was the absolutely disgraceful roughing the passer call on Brady um, that the Falcons caught the uh, roughing of the stick with. Uh, with. Did you see that? Uh, I have I have read about it. I, I didn't see it. I didn't actually get to watch uh, Red Zone um, much this uh, this week. Yep. Um, but I have I have read about it, and uh, from what I also understand, followed up by a terrible call on uh, involving Derek Carr as well. 
just uh, I something's wrong with the NFL. Like I I I I understand that they need to protect players, you know, and after the tour thing and things like that. But yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Do you think that everyone is on edge because of the tour thing? Yeah, well, more than likely, yes. But that does not it does nothing for the game. Especially the Falcons got absolutely screwed on that play. Like they were hard done by there. It is he wrapped him up around his waist and took him to the ground. He didn't throw him. He didn't. It was nowhere near below the uh, below the knee. It was nowhere near the head. It was the most legit sacking without hurting anyone that you could ever ever hope for. Ever hope for. And I, I I didn't see it, but from what I what I read, it was they were saying that he that he threw him to the ground. Oh bullshit, bullshit! I just don't. I didn't see it. There was no throwing. The thing that really irked me was that Brady got up complaining straight away. I was just like, nah, bro. One is like, if you're if you were able to get up straight away complaining, you're probably you're probably Probably okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Check out the videos of Tua not being able to move. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but also yeah. just it, it was just by far one of the worst calls I've seen in the NFL for a, for a long time. And the one with Carr today, it was that it was he was getting tackled from behind. The defensive player that took him down actually ended up with the ball, right? So before Carr hit the ground, the ball was stripped from Carr. The defensive player had it, so when they went to the ground, the defensive player had the ball. And they ruled, again, a roughing the pass, passing, uh, roughing the passer call because the defensive player landed on top of Carr. Well, where else are they going to go? Well, exactly. But also, Carr didn't have the ball. So at, at that point, I, I just thought it was a, a really, really poor call. Again, I, again in the... In the heat of the moment, they they that you couldn't tell that he had the ball at that stage. But then you know it goes upstairs. There's a billion cameras on these things. That's why they do this. It just it just ruins the game for me. I I don't enjoy it that much. That yeah. I mean, look, if we want to talk about going upstairs and stuff like that, we could talk about a ridiculous Arsenal penalty against Liverpool that shouldn't have been given. But you know that went to <sighs> also went to VAR. But here we are. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to bring that up after the week you've had, but uh, three two to to the ass, um, you know, onwards and upwards for the for the Premier League. So, um, mm. so a really rough week for you, man. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> rough week. Thanks for your support. Yeah, that's okay. All right, let's move on to the weekly wrap up and uh, let's look at the highs and lows of everyone else going on. Um, to kick things off, uh, we've got North Sound Raptors the king of the castle for the AFC, and they were taking on CMC Me at the top. A real nail-biter once again, very similar to a previous game I was talking about, but North Sound Raptors getting up 130.28 over CMC Me at the top with 122.96. But it all came down to Monday night again. Yeah, look, CMC Me at the top flicked me a message today saying I've made a terrible error. Um, Set his alarm for two thirty in the morning to to check the availability of his uh, of his tight end, um, and then promptly fell back to sleep without actually making any changes. 
uh, said tight end remained in in his team, scored no points, and he left uh, Hurst sat on the on the bench, scoring seventeen point three points. I think he still would have lost. Just if my maths is correct. Yeah. Look, looking at the game, so North Sound Raptors needed sixty points on Monday from Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And Travis Kelsey and Juju. That was also thrown in there. And I didn't think he was going to get it. I texted him before the game and I was like, congratulations on the win. He was, And his exact words were, I'm not counting my chickens yet. If any, play, if any two players can score 60 points, it's Mahomes and Kelsey. Which <laughs> is true. Yeah. And there they go. Yeah. And and yeah. I feel like if if ever there was a time that someone was gonna that that North Sound Raptors was gonna lose, it was this week when when his uh, running back got injured in the very first play of the game. Yeah. But in saying that, I mean one, two, three players scored thirty plus points. Three players scored you. 99 points. <sighs> that's that's tough to beat, man. It's 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 un, it's incredible the run that North Sound Raptors is going on. I I have to say he's he's obviously got some really strong players and the the, the handcuff of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey is is going to go a long way. I I totally believe that. Um I thought like you just said like when Hines went down uh, for Indiana, and he's ended up with 1.8 points for him. I was like, okay, he's in trouble here. He's in yeah. real trouble. Jalen Waddle, five points. You know, you're kind of thinking, all right, you know, here we here we go. Eckler gave him the bump with you know with 35. Put your hand up if you regret not taking Eckler with the fifth pick of the draft. Just for those of you at home, I have my hand up. Um, and then CMC me at the top, like, oh, Fournette had himself a had himself a time thirty five points. Um, Pierce for the Texans scoring twenty. You're like, he's looking on. good, eh? He's looking real good, actually. McCaffrey twenty three points. You're like, yes. Your QB getting five does cancel that out somewhat. They were just they were bad. The Lions they were just oh, bad. Man. I just I can't believe how how bad uh, to to not score any points. Like, how do yeah. you go from the highest scoring offense in the yeah. first four weeks to a absolute goose egg? Yeah, well, against yeah. New England as well. Who isn't they're a not, powerhouse they're not, they're in the not defense? The Patriots of old. No, exactly. But uh, yeah, disappointing for uh, disappointing for for CMC me at the top. Definitely, definitely was like was all over it, and uh, Mahomes and Kelsey just. Did what they do, yeah, yeah. It would have been a it would have been a tough watch from uh, from his angle. Moving on to dark horses uh, taking on Saints and Sinners. It was a dark horses with a record of one and three taking on Saints and Sinners zero and four. And as mentioned, uh, the Saints get up scoring one hundred and fifty two point oh four points. Dark horses scraping together ninety nine point six six. The only team in the Fourth and inches league not to score over a hundred points this week, and uh, I have to say it was purely on the back of 
what could have been the worst Thursday night game in history. <laughs> when the commentators have to apologise oh, for, for making people watch that game. You know, <laughs> like, man. Like, but then, what? you know, like, he, we're already calling him the Cowboys, got a load of Denver players, but then he has Pittman in there as well. And you're like, man, like, talk about crimes against football. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering, has, has Dark Horses, has the Cowboy given up and is slowly making all of his players Cowboy related? So he's got, he's got, <laughs> ex, ex, ex. oh, I'm just looking, QB, Denver Broncos, Yeah. running back, Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, so Mixon's not there. Next running back, Jeff Wilson, San Francisco 49ers. That's. That's kind of cowboy related, isn't it? Wild West kind of situation. Wild West, yeah. yeah. Uh, wide receiver Colton Sutton, Denver Broncos. Uh, wide receiver Pittman, Indiana Colts. Colts. Yep. Okay, let's see what you're going here. Uh, tight end Najoku, Cleveland Browns. Okay, maybe not there. Hold, but hold on. Flex. <laughs> wide receiver Gallup, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And then back back to the kicker. Uh, another Gould, uh, San Francisco 49ers. Mm, the Ravens and their defense is probably not uh, not cowboy related, but uh, I'm just wondering. Just wonder if he's trying to oh, he's, he's he's sorting himself out a, uh, a little cowboy related team there. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, he is the sheriff, apparently. Yeah, well, he is the new sheriff. He's a new sheriff in town. So I mean, the thing the thing for me is there's nothing on his bench, like he, he's. I mean, look, and I and. I'm in the same. Well, I'm not in the same situation because I would have beaten him. But, um, you know, uh, he, he did, what does he do? What does he do to fix it? And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure. Well, I, I think actually, he needs to. He needs to give up on the Russell Wilson experiment, which actually wasn't an experiment. I thought it was a good move. I was all in on the on the Broncos at the beginning of the season. I'm glad I didn't pick up any of their players in the end yeah um but he needs to like if you're not you just gotta just let it let russell wilson go mate i uh i offered max a trade and i'm glad he didn't accept it um because the two players i offered to trade um him for uh scored seven points between them so I'm, i'm i'm glad you did me a favor there uh dark horses because uh Yeah, I don't need any more negativity in my life. So no, no, fair enough, fair enough. But I do have a QB that could potentially be on the uh, trade block there, uh, Dark Horses. If you want to, you want to give me a uh, little message. It, it's not Herbert, so we can just, you know, we can just stop that right there. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. Exactly. As far as the Saints and Sinners go, they'll be uh, absolutely stoked to crack the one hundred and fifty mark. Well, it's uh, cock a hoot, biggest- Mike. He's cockahootie is. I've uh, I've I've had a correspondence with him. Uh, first of all, telling him to fuck off. Uh, you know, I certainly don't need reminding of my current predicament. Yes, he was pretty quick to slide into my DMs, uh, making sure to remind me to bring up on the podcast that uh, uh, you are the only O and five yeah. team now. Yeah. So yeah, like I like I could forget, but man, he 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 went big, one hundred and fifty two points. 
Well, it's another big week for um, for him with the double downing of uh, being a big uh, New Orleans Saints man with Kamara going big and them getting the points. Uh, it's, a, it's a win-win for, for his camp. Uh, Barclays going from strength to strength. You know, okay, he didn't crack the 20-point mark, but still was looking really Josh impressive. Jacobs with another, with another big... Um, he scored 60, 64.8 points in two games. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had today, he had Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs playing, and it didn't actually matter, did it? No. No, no, he had already won prior to them starting. That's a comfortable uh, Monday night game for you. you Well, you just enjoy the game, don't you? You do. You You just enjoy the game. You just wrap the points up. Congratulations, uh, Saints and Sinners. And moving on to the last matchup in this division, we've got uh, Duke Jukums uh, sitting at two and two versus Nuts and Bolts, who were also on the same record of two and two. And uh, surprising or, or not, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still struggling to know how to read this team. But Nuts and Bolts got up one hundred twenty nine point seven six. They played one hundred twelve point seven eight. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Jalen Hurts. Big, you know, big score. Um, 27 points and uh, you know for once they all they all clicked I'm really excited to see that he's got Pollard there and Pollard scored 14 points uh, obviously obviously that makes me happy yep oh what's happening with Jamar Chase yeah 12 points 50 recept- uh, reception yards just not not firing in all cylinders. Well, the the Bengals aren't. It would be safe to say you scored twenty eight point nine points in your first game of the season, and then 10, 12, 12, 12. I mean, at least he's consistent. Um, but yeah, not the not the Jamar Chase of uh, of of last year. Interesting to see. Um, we had uh, two. Buffalo wide receivers going up against each other with uh, nuts and bolts having uh, Stefan Diggs. Scoring twenty four point two points, one hundred two reception yards, one uh, touchdown. Uh, but Gabe Davis uh, yeah. was the better one uh, with one hundred seventy one reception yards, two um, touchdowns, thirty two point one points. You mentioned you didn't see too much of red zone. The first touchdown of the of the red zone on Sunday was this ninety eight yard bomb from Josh Allen to Gabe <laughs> Davis, and just like took it to the house, and I was just. I was off the couch because obviously, hello, Josh Allen for Purple Rain. I was like, that's the start we wanted. And then yeah. I quickly checked, who's got Gabe Davis? And I was like, well, 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 Duke Jukums looking looking smart there. And although um, Jeff, yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff, Justin Jefferson as well, 30, point, 30 points for them, but that was the, pretty much the only guys that fired for um, Duke Jukums. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Lamar Jackson in a win, only only fourteen points. Um, yeah, I mean Higby eleven. It's all right, but um, yeah, you would have been you would have been hoping after those you know after those two did pretty well that um, you know and and it was a, and it was very back and forth for a while there. Um, you know you didn't really know who was going to win, but um, yeah, he pulled a pulled away at the end and. Um, yeah. yeah, but look, looking at it, you know, you've got thirty. Sorry, you've got sixty-two points from two players. Yeah, 
and and you score 112, you, you're going to be yeah. bitterly disappointed with that. Yeah, bitterly disappointed. 100%. You know, you, you'd be expecting to go very big with with that sort of um, points scoring from just two players. On a on a side, and we can probably talk about this more when it gets to to my team. But how shit are the Steelers? Yeah, they're not flash, eh? I mean, they've got a rookie QB. You know, it's just it's a rebuilding year, right? Like, what are, what are you supposed to do? Yep, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, they've got weapons, but you got to get the weapons, the ball, and they just. You know they they and and keep other teams out and they you know they they can't do it. No, no, they can't. No, I mean yeah, that. Uh, yeah. I mean last sure they're coming up against Buffalo is a phenomenal team, but to only score three and to let in thirty eight, it's it's both sides of the ball, right? You know yeah. it's not it's not just one side of the ball, which is a a, a bigger problem, I think, if you are. Part of the um, Steelers franchise. Uh, fun fact: Did you know the uh, the Steelers are the only team to have their logo on only one side of their helmet? Oh, I didn't know that. I can't yeah. say I'd ever noticed. There you go. One for a pub quiz uh, question. If you're ever in the US, I imagine that might come up. But yeah, well, there you go. The only team. Right. Moving over to the other division. There we've uh, had a. Phenomenal matchup between Futan Clan and Auckland Vulcans, both heading in with a three and one record. Uh, the winner was going to be pr- more than likely taking over the uh, top spot in the division. Uh, however, that didn't quite happen, um, and we'll talk more about that later. But uh, Futan Clan scoring one hundred fourteen point three four points wasn't enough against Auckland Vulcans, one hundred seventeen point nine eight and. Again, came down to today. Some points there, man. Like you know, it it, it did just and I and it came down to late today too. Um, you know, but um, both teams just it was it was just a slugfest. You know, both QBs doing you know okay. Futan clans, both the Futan clans running backs, both of them had a great time. Uh, as wide receivers absolutely shit the bed but uh but in fairness Auckland Vulcans had uh had Higgins who scored no points and went off injured um but his other right wide receiver scored uh 27.4 points so I mean that you know that yeah helps. interesting that both teams yeah both both teams had players that scored zero that they actually yeah. started and scored zero uh, T Higgins for Auckland Vulcans and Conklin the tight end uh, for Futan clan uh, it's not often you, you sort of you sort of see those sort of numbers, um, but oh, yeah, the drop for Hawkinson though from the heady heights of last week, it's scoring right. forty points to yeah. one point six and just the six receiving yards. Yeah, maybe they should have gone to him more often. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, the the matchup today was very interesting. So Auckland Vulcans had Devonte Adams playing, and Futan Clan had. Uh, Carlson, the kicker for the Raiders playing. I believe Futan Clan had a slight lead going into the day, uh, but you would have to say that was a bit, you know, always going to be a bit touch and go having Devontae Adams. But honestly, if it had to come down, if the Raiders were a little bit further up the field uh, when the game ended, they would have been within field goal range. 
which would have then pushed the win towards Futan Clan if uh, Carlson had made the kick. Um, but as the as the case was, that wasn't it. Wasn't what happened. And Devonte Adams uh, did have a bit of a day: 124 receiving yards, uh, two touchdowns, and and scoring 27 points, which is the kind of numbers you'd you'd be wanting from from Adams. Yeah, I mean, 21 points from your defense helps too, right? And um, oh, from the Cowboys' defense, holy shit! Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. So, and that's against the Rams. Yeah. You know what's the Rams haven't looked great. Yeah. Um, in their last few games, you know, and it's and it wasn't even close. You know, twenty two ten. It was, it was pretty comfortable. Five sacks. Like that yeah. O line is just leaking like a sieve. Yeah. The the touchdown by the Cowboys defense is always a a big bump for the for any yeah. defense team as well. So yeah. that that certainly helps. And as we uh, we head into uh, bye weeks, uh, both teams here will be very happy that their um, their QBs on their bench outscored the QBs that they played, um, giving them some uh, reassurance in the in the weeks to come. So, I mean, yeah, the, only, the only problem is one of those QBs and Wentz is not very reliable. Yeah, um, but yes, yes, that's very true. He could have won the game, but got intercepted on the goal line in the last second. So that's that's not how you want to end the game. Uh, look, uh, again, I, I imagine, I haven't heard from uh, Futan Clan, but I imagine it's not panic stations. Uh, he just got beaten by a, a, a better team on the day, and uh, it will be onwards and upwards. Moving on to the Henderson Home Invaders versus uh, Should Have Run It. This was uh, this was the week that we, we really wanted a, a win from the Henderson Home Invaders, I, I can imagine. Uh, except no, everyone... Look, everyone I, I, I wouldn't even narrow it down to this week. I would say that any week is any a week, week that I that I want to win. Uh, look, it was never really in it. Um, you know, went ahead kind of late on um, on 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 Monday, um, but then you know it, it, uh, it should have run it. Still had two players to go and and uh, and and closed out the closed out the game. And yeah, was it was it was never close. I had. You know, I had two players uh, lock it, like we said, with 27.4 points. And um, my man, Brees Hall. This is a Brees Hall update. Brees Hall. So now that we're up to week five and Brees yep. Hall is really coming into his own. Yes. Do you think the, the sort of... Uh, the stick that you've been receiving for, for Brees Hall has been unwarranted, or would you agree that you still took him far too early in the draft? Oh, look, you know when you feel it, and you just you've got a feeling, and you and you and you just go with it. <laughs> I don't want to say that I'm uh, like some kind of mystic, mm. but uh, no, I took him way too early. Okay. Um, but with all the points that he is now bringing, and long may it continue, because by God, do I need them? It's just being cancelled out by how absolutely piss poor Najee Harris has been. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I hear that, and that's very humble of you because I would be, I probably might be leaning a little bit harder on the on the gloating. He is RB seven on the season. Oh, here's just a couple of names uh, that went in the first round 
that is uh, or first or second round that he's doing better than Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon. Um, really? Better than Dalvin Cook and Mixon? Yeah. Nate, Najee Harris, you might be familiar with him. Mm. DeAndre Swift, James Conner, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, or I can't remember where he went. Nah, he went in yeah, third or fourth or something like that. Uh, Alvin Kamara, I'm pretty sure he went in the first or second. Yep. Um. So, yeah, so, you know, credit oh, look, one, there. he's come into his own. You know, one swallow does not a summer make, Michael. Um, <laughs> as you, as you know, I've always saying. said that. You have always said that. You've also loved, always loved the razzle dazzle. So. Uh, also, yeah. And at the moment, he's he's bringing the razzle dazzle, and that's and that's great. He's de- he's certainly surpassed Carter as the as RB one at the Jets, and the Jets are, are you know are winning games, playing well. Um, I just don't want to jinx it yet, but uh, you know, any day that he that your running back gets a hundred receiving yards, as well as ninety seven rush yards and a rushing touchdown. You take that all day. You will my take problem that is, is that no one else on my team turned up. Yep, that was a brief all update. And um, you know, Everett had been you know scoring good points and got nothing. Williams, um, you know, he's you know, was he RB six? You know. 24, 23 points the last couple of weeks, scored 5.6, you know, just, um, you know, 56, you know, 56 yards, but just, they just obviously couldn't get anything going and that, and that hurts. And Herbert, I mean, they won 30 to 28 over the Browns. Um, but one pass touchdown for Herbert is amazing. Well, I mean, Eckler got, you know, 30-odd points. I mean, Mike Williams still got points, you know, so he was, I mean, he, he had 228 pass yards, but, and I, and I did watch little bits of that game, and I just, I think, in the last few weeks, just looks like he's forcing it, you know, like he's just hiffing it into the end zone, and like a lot of the time, like I watched a couple of drives on the on, on the weekend, and it was just nowhere near anyone. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just not sure he's comfortable yet. No, I I would agree with that. I don't think he's playing to his full uh, ability by any means. Um, just looking at should have run its team, um, who are performing extremely well in their in their rookie season in fantasy. Um, did you see Olav go out of the game? No. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. Really? He is going to be out for a couple of weeks, I'd say, um, very much based on the um, um, concussion protocol. So he caught a touchdown, managed to hold on to it to complete the catch, and then got knocked out with his head hitting the ground. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't as bad as the, the two uh, fingers in front of the face. But it was pretty bad that you could tell, oh, he's gone. As, as soon as, you know, the bounce up, it's like, oh, he's out. And then the they show him an image of him walking off and he's putting his arms up in the air to show that he's like, okay. But he actually looks like he's putting his arms up because he's on the motion master at Rainbow's End. <laughs> like he, he is wow. absolutely, like there's no there's nothing there. Like he is 
he is gone. So unfortunately, I don't think he'll be he'll be playing for a couple of weeks. I'd say. No, well, I mean that's great for whoever's playing should have run it over the next few weeks. It, it didn't help me. The damage was done by that stage with fifteen points, and I mean he just like apart from apart from AJ Dillon, everyone in his team got got double figures, and the majority of them were over fifteen. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's ticking boxes. Yeah. No, I totally, totally agree. Yeah, so I mean, you know, he's uh, he's he's doing the doing the right things. I mean, if I'd started Geno Smith, would it have made a difference? No. Well, Geno's Geno's playing well, right? But uh, is he playing well because they're playing from behind? I mean, they they did lose, um, but yeah, I don't, I, I I can't quite put my finger on Geno. I did. I did pick him up in another league, so I feel like he'll he'll be handy for a, a bye week. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I just I'm, yeah, I'm not, like, like I, I can't be sold on him, right? You know. No, I mean it's not 2016, and even then he wasn't great. Um, you know, so yeah, he and at the moment I think he's still uh a, like you say a, a bye week kind of guy. Why should a run it as holding on to Matt Ryan? I'm not 100 percent sure because. The Colts are terrible, but that's okay. He beat me. What do I know? I did see it uh, should have run. It's also got uh, Rashad Penny on the bench who left the game with an ankle injury. So that will be interesting over the next couple of weeks to see how much damage that has done, um, especially with his, with him still got Taylor out. But yeah, uh, should have run it, uh, taking the win there and, and moving to 4-1. to one. So a, a phenomenal effort there. Um, last matchup, we've got uh, Purple Rain uh, with a record of two and two, taking on Portage Pigskins with a record of one and three. And I have to say, I'm pretty happy with Portage uh, Portage Pigskins only scoring a hundred point three points, uh, and Purple Rain getting up one for three point three six. Well, it was pretty comfortable, really. And I mean, one hundred and forty three points to a hundred. I mean. Your QB scoring thirty five is always a, a great start, but but Cooper Cup just just does keeps doing Cooper Cup things, and considering how bad the Rams are, um, you know he's 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 doing what he needs to do. Yeah, like I, like I said about should have run it. Like you just had consistent points um, from. I mean, your defense got fourteen points. I mean that's. You know, yeah, that, I mean that set me up. I was never behind in this in this matchup. The, I got the fourteen points on from the Broncos defense on the on the Thursday Friday night, and um and just never never looked back uh, from there really. And, and Portage Pigskins just didn't really get any points from his kind of lower end. Um, you know, Wallow obviously went off injured. Um, Robinson didn't get anything. His kicker five as eagle and uh, the uh, the Philadelphia's um, defense only four, which is neither here nor there. But um, yeah, you just you've got some high scoring players, and that's uh, that's you know it's comfortable for you. Yeah, and, and the thing that I look at my players with is is that okay, so Goddard and Evans didn't score touchdowns, right? Yep. But got it ended up with getting seventeen point five points for me, and Evans getting twelve point ten. Like that's, I'll take that. I'll take that yeah. all day. And then yep. Kareem Hunt did get me a touchdown, 
and ended up getting me 14.7 points. And again, I'll take that. He needed the touchdown to to be, you know, fantasy worthy. So I'm 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 very lucky in that position where my low end players yeah. end up getting touchdowns to bump their scores up. And my high end players, if they don't get a touchdown, they get enough targets and enough yards to make me not be able to drop them. And it's targets, right? It's the, t- you know, the one point every time they get targeted is, uh, is, is massive. I am going to, I am going to put it out there and I can't remember if I've already um, mentioned it on the podcast, but Evans is on the, is on the trade block. And that's based on that. I don't think Brady's going to see out the season. Oh, you do. Well, see, it's interesting because Futang Clan and I had this conversation on Friday night, and he's the opposite. He thinks that Brady will come out with a point to prove to show, mm. you know what? I don't care what's going on in my personal life. I'm, I'm here to win football games. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So very, two, very two different, different take. spins on it. I, I do I do get the idea that okay so Brady and uh, and uh, and his wife have both hired divorce lawyers so it comes to a point where like okay so the whatever chat's been happening at home has not worked and so they are going to get divorced but I don't know I, I I think that could really play on someone like Brady who has very much been a, a family man um. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, you don't know what's a, you don't know what's going on in the in, in the background, but I'm I'm with you. I I was of the opinion that yeah, I think you know it. I think it will have a a negative effect, but no. Futan Clan, who obviously has Brady as his as his QB, is uh, he's all in. He's all riding in. that divorce train <laughs> all the, all the way to the bank. <laughs> All the way. Um, I have to say, that from um, looking at my bench, I was pretty happy. I picked up Boone, uh, running back Denver, um, on the waivers this week, and uh, he—I was never intending, never intending to play him, uh, but just because I, you know, can't can't be sure about what the hell is going on at Denver, but I wanted to see how he went. And eleven point five points, you know, heading into some buys, he'll slot into a. A flex position or a, a running back position for me um, to to cover that, which is good. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the guys I was targeting last week, and I uh, ballsed up my order, and um, <laughs> you know, whatever. Well, I mean, if you're looking for a running back, uh, old mate uh, Porridge Pigskins has got uh, Montgomery sitting on his bench, um, scoring eighteen point two points. You even you sully wanna... this conversation by mentioning his name. You, you know might want to go. You know my feelings on that. Oh, he got. Oh, David Montgomery got eighteen points. Whatever, bro. What have you done the rest of the season? Shut up. The, all the all the um, sorry, all the Chicago Bears are going to do is run the ball. Cause did you see Justin Fields' figures? No. Oh, they are absolutely horrendous. Like horrendous. Let me just pull them up. Such big raps on the guy, right? Before the season started. Yeah. The the problem is, right, and, and I'm finding this as well, for Portage Pigskins, right? Like, it's fine to say, oh, you know, I probably need to do a trade. But 
the, the, the problem you've got when you're, you know, down where we are is the only players you can trade are the players that are keeping your team remotely in the game. Mm. And you can't afford to let them go. Mm. So, you know, like, what are you, uh, you, you, you're in a, you're in a rock and a hard place, really. Yeah, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. So that rounds out the matchups for week five. Aaron, take us through the current standings, please. So the AFC uh, standings, uh, no surprise, North Sound Raptors, 5-0 record, sitting pretty at the top there, no change. CMC me at the top, while he took an L, it didn't didn't affect his position and he sits second with 3-2. and two. Nuts and Bolts moves up one place with his win um, to fourth. Duke Jukums goes down one uh, to two after a two and a three two and three record. Oh, that's depressing. Saints and Sinners moves up a spot uh, with a with with his win, which moves Dark Horses to the bottom of the AFC um, with also a one and four record. The NFC, we have a new leader who has jumped up a massive two places. Should have run it. Four and one record. He's moved up from uh, from third. He now tops the NFC, the uh, the rookie. Auckland Vulcans, whilst they got the win, they stay in second. Purple Rain moves up one spot third. And Futan Clan, with that loss, drops three places to fourth. Fifth is Portage Pigskins, and sixth is me. Hennessy No Mayors. No change. Yeah, lots to digest there. I mean, the uh, the points for scenario, and also how we're operating uh, this year with the with the split divisions it makes it so so tight. Um, and I have to, I have to put out there right now, actually, that um, the the cowboy from Dark Horse has actually brought to my attention that um, on the app uh, or the website, um, the current um, playoff picture is wrong. Um, the playoff picture is currently taking um, the teams from the overall and not from the divisional standings. So right. please ignore that. That is not right. And that will be fixed by the time playoffs come. So I've I've, I've spoken to NFL.com in regards to that issue. Um, I was I was unaware that was the the case, and so that will be fixed. So be rest assured that it is the top three teams from each division will make it through to the playoffs. Don't worry about what the playoff picture on the website or the app looks like right now. Just just concentrate that you want to be in the top three in your division. But yeah, I mean, for Futan Clan to drop from first to fourth just shows how tight it is. Like that's, you know, that's that's a, a phenomenal, um, the top three, or sorry, the top four players in the NFC are all on six, between 619 and 645 points four. So it's, yeah, it's so tight there. 
Um, obviously, in the AFC, North Sound Raptors just keeps on extending their lead. Um, but the rest of the pack is, is there or thereabouts. Um, and with Saints and Sinners picking up the win, they're, they're well within contention now of, of picking up a picking up a spot. What's uh, what's great is that we move next week into uh, into cross divisional games. We sure do. And uh, I tell you what, I couldn't be happier with who I play next week. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Um, are, you, are you expecting to pick up some wins in the in the cross division? Ah, you... uh, look, I was I, I I was quietly confident that I might be able to get one or two. It won't be next week. It, 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 I can, you know, I can, I can promise you that. You know, we'll, we'll look onwards to week seven and uh, and see what we can do there. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair look, enough. If, if if I actually had control over these players, oh, oh, there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of uh, injury uh, designations going on uh, for next week. A couple of niggly injuries that just required a, you know, just required a wee rest for next week is what I would be doing. Right. Interesting. Interesting take there. Very interesting take. All right. Well, let's get cracking into what next week looks like. And and as uh, Aaron mentioned, uh, buys come into play, and boy, uh, that can really, really uh, make things interesting. From my, for me, as far as a fantasy strategy, I'm always looking two weeks in advance as far as my um, my buys because I don't want to be uh, necessarily being caught in a situation uh, the week of of panicking on the waiver wire to, to replace it. So I knew what my buy situation was uh, for this week two weeks ago or last week and I was making moves for that then um, obviously each person through their own in regards to how they operate their buys but you know you, you want to be you want to be on really, top of it right what's really added for um, for me for next week is that uh, North Sound Raptors doesn't have any players on buys next week um, so that's no no one and but you've no. only got one. Oh yeah, no, only the only the one, because um, I've got a plethora of players to choose from. So you know, great, yeah. just just really great. So next week, uh, let's kick it off. Uh, Henderson Home Invaders takes on North Sound Raptors. So we have the absolute uh, top of the table taking on the absolute bottom of the table. You couldn't script it any better uh, heading into week six. Um, and as mentioned, oh, I think you could. As mentioned, uh, North Sound Raptors, zero buys, uh, whereas Henderson Home Invaders does have uh, Williams running back Detroit on a buy. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Portage Pigskins taking on Saints and Sinners. Fairly, you know, even here, I guess. Um, we've got Portage Pigskins with two buys, uh, Derek Henry, which is a big one, um, and then Waller, although Waller went out injured today as well. Whereas Saints and Sinners has a Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, and also the Titans defense on um, on a buy. So the double whammy there, having uh, two Raiders players. Next up, we have uh, Futan Clan taking on Dark Horses. Uh, Futan Clan in the buys are losing Amon St. Brown and also Carlson, the kicker. Whereas 
we are home free for Dark Horses. So Dark Horses will be definitely looking at turning the tide there. Should a run it takes on CMC Me at the top. Again, a bit of a top of the table clash there with uh, two big guns. Um, however, CM, me, CMC Me at the top has Jared Goff and uh, Damian Pierce on a bye, uh, whereas Should a Run It has no one. So that will be an interesting scenario. Then we've got Auckland Vulcans versus Duke Jukums. And Auckland Vulcans have Devontae Adams and Hawkinson on a bye, uh, whereas Duke Jukums is free of any bye action. And then to round it out, we've got Purple Rain versus Nuts and Bolts. I'm free, no buys for me, as well as Nuts and Bolts. They are also very free there. I'm looking forward to next uh, next week, though, uh, with the cross-divisional. It's... Um, I didn't plan on it to be for the first week of buys, but I kind of feel like that's a good way that like how it's felt, you know, like it just works fairly well on that. Yeah. Yep. Great. (laughs) No, it works really well. Look, you never, you never expected to be heading into the, the divisional break. Oh, and five, right? You never, you never thought that, and you would have never. Although you did say North Sound Raptors was a looking a strong team, you probably didn't expect to be going up against the guy that is five and zero oh either. Um, you add in a couple of by players, you know, like it's it's just you know stick stick it out, Aaron, stick it out. It's, <laughs> it's not all it's not all doom yeah. mate. Yeah, this is this is when I really wish that we were playing uh, Dynasty, and I'd be like, you know what? Maybe I'll move some of these guys on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I start trading for some um, um, draft some picks. Some draft picks. Yeah. 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 Uh, tank, you, you're all about the tank for tour sort of scenario, right? Yeah, yeah that's, pretty that's much. Hey, there's some good QBs coming up next year. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it was, a, it was a hell of a week, really. And, um, you know... I do, I do mention at the top of the show it talks about the highs and lows and the trials and tribulations and I, I have to feel like we are polar opposites at the moment Aaron with, with how one my week's gone and also how the season's shaping up but again we're not even halfway we're not even halfway okay two weeks time we will be but we're not even halfway <laughs> yeah no. cool, cool story bro <laughs> Alright Aaron, well on to next week and uh, the cost the start of the cost divisional, so we'll uh, sort out the uh, as always, 